On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. We may or may not have a lot of laughs on this episode here okay. i mean this and this did you know because we already want to talk about the lighting up here in a minute but then you know the end the third segment some stuff we got coming up that's pretty funny i mean i'm not gonna lie like this was good i'm and we'll get into it later so you just hold on listen to others first right got my man patrick jackson back thanks for here buddy yes sir glad to be here let's make it happen zach and matt on the mics yes excited to be back in studio with the action jackson again of course thank welcome back thanks glad for hanging out here. yeah welcome back Connor, baby so we didn't run you off the last time you still thought okay i'll do another one <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, that's I mean, nice. It was just I had, to, had to cancel the Uber. Like, <laughs> now I guess I'll, yeah, I'll stick around. It had the great, some great water too. Love as long it. as you have, yeah. uh, what do you got in that water? Oh man, we'll find out <laughs> later on. This, <laughs> Zach was a little slow on that one. He kind of still staring at me for me, like, "What are you talking?" Oh, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a slow individual sometimes. As yeah. you watch the video, we'll see my delayed reactions <laughs> yeah. to things. So I apologize. Well, that'll be one of those that you rewind back at the half speed thing. It's like, <laughs> We'll get to the half speed thing, but yes, the first headline for today's show uh we're doing something a little different in segment one two headlines one segment so hold on tight and i want to get through these as quick as i can so we can get the conversation first a houston man keeping it local challenges a driver to rock paper scissors game uh in houston traffic houston has traffic it's no joke for either of you that have ever been in it yep. i'm yep. from there not fun and a certain man on I-45, a road very near, near and dear to my heart, uh, was sitting in traffic one day, afternoon, just sitting in a berg, bumper to bumper, yep. not going anywhere. And he sees another guy in traffic trying to get over, going to cut him off. And so he kind of pulls up and stops in front of him. The guy looks over like, what are you doing? Come on. Yeah, about to get mad probably. Like, it, it, right. like he was about getting ready to get all fired up mad. Right. So man number one who didn't let him in rolls down his window, tells the other guy to roll him down. This guy rolls down confused, says, I'll rock, paper, your scissors for it. It's in the middle of traffic. I love that. Yeah, just play a little game of rock, paper, scissors. So they play, sure enough, the guy uh, trying to get in wins, and he just lets him in. Yeah, all right, happy That's trails, awesome. man. Yeah, and wow. I thought that was a, a good headline to kind of kick off the show. The second second headline is all the way over in Turkey on the other yeah. side of the world. Yeah. A Turkish fan got around a st- sports stadium band by hiring a crane to watch his beloved team thrash rivals 5 and oh, here's the deal. Uh this fan got a little rowdy in his local <laughs> stadium, all right? They're Love big it. on the Love sports it. over there watching football, <laughs> soccer yeah. as we call it here. And uh, he got banned from the stadium for seven years, which is a big deal. That's, that's intense. It's a big deal. And it doesn't say what he did to get banned, which is a shame because I think that's yeah. almost a headline. But he couldn't get into the stadium. He didn't know what he was going to do. So he hired a crane, like a cherry picker, to raise him up up above the back of the stands in the parking lot so he could watch the game. Wow. <laughs> 
it. In a crane uh, with the flag. Of course, he did it for the uh, for, for, for a little while in a game before local police had him come down. But uh, he was a big hit with the fans. A lot of people were into it. And, you know, I had to respect it because the team ended up winning. And I can't say that was because of him, but I like to think maybe. So two headlines, wow. both pretty fun. <clears throat> Heath, where are we going with this? What What do you take? What do you think, Patrick? What, what, what kind of gets you? What was your What's your thoughts on how something like these kind of stories can relate and help somebody else you out? You know, it's just the creativity and just the lighter side of, of just having fun. Yeah. Just doing, I mean, this right here, the crane situation kind of reminds me of what I would have done as a kid yeah. trying to get into a game or doing something. Yeah. And, you know, now I guess, you know, things go viral so quick. But that's a great story. Yeah. Great story. And the rock, paper, scissors, I mean, he gave a, a another or a different or a better definition of hand signals when you're in yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah, that's a better hand signal. <laughs> Maybe that, that should go viral, right? Like yes. instead of people flipping each other off, if they're getting there, go rock, paper, scissors. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that was, um, that was that's great. I mean, I would like to see that carry out to, okay, let's meet at Starbucks. So let's meet at yeah. a restaurant and we can finish this thing off. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what's funny? Because I, I, I love the lighter side of it all, right? Like, right. In, in today's world, everything is way too serious and, 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 and mad and with a lot of people. And I've never I've, – I've always liked to have fun. Everybody in my environments that I've been around, we usually all have fun, you know. But there always is that time to get serious and the time to have fun. But yet right. – no matter how serious it is, doesn't mean it's got to be a miserable time, right? You exactly. can still have fun. Still have fun. And when you talk about the creativity, <laughs> you know, especially with salespeople, okay? So let's talk about salespeople and, and, and you know, I think it can relate in a lot of businesses. As you know, mm-hmm. there is that line to walk of, of somebody being so creative. It's like you, I want people like, look, I want you to be creative. Use those for But then mm-hmm. some people try to get so creative that they just don't do the basics, to ever get there you know what right, i mean right it, it get out of the lane of you still have to have because they don't want to do that basic work right right they, they just want to be creative be creative and you're really just throwing stuff on the wall and you're really never finding your lane of okay that stuff right there works yes you know just just keep throwing things on the wall but you're not picking out what really works and honing in yeah you know, putting the magnifying glass on the ant and making it happen yes up, you know yeah yeah so i agree but with but you. but that is i mean but but you also you, it's so hard on figuring out that line of going off too creative versus actually just kind of doing the basics and but i like being around that um those creative people that that can follow a system but be creative constantly thinking about things in a different light i mean all of the great things that solved a lot of problems were people that thought there's got to be a better way and they looked Mm -hmm. for it and got creative around it um and and you know I think that there's there's definitely there's definitely places and people mm-hmm. that um, my creativity gets um, more creative. Like I, I feel like I really get around, you know. And I think that's right. where you got to know wherever those environments you are. How can you be creative or not? Right, and, and also you look for ways to be creative in a situation that could be tense or yeah. tight. Yes, you know. And I think with the traffic situations, he looked for a way to let me lighten this up. Um, fun. It can, it's fun. It's about to go left. Yeah, yeah. Let real me make fast. it go right. And I think the rock paper scissors game was a right was a great way to make things go right. Yeah, Th- that would I'd have loved it. Yeah, that would have made my day if that yeah. if that would have happened in traffic. Yeah. You and know, it's, it's tough, man. Houston, that guy could have gotten a fist fight. Well, like, sitting in tra- <laughs> hey, sitting in sitting in yeah. Well, yeah. in Texas, baby, it's gonna be a gunfight. <laughs> you know, in Texas, you gotta be careful. It's a good point. You don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is real life. You know, but yeah. I, I think of more so because uh, traffic is one of the worst situations to oh, be yeah. in. 
Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, if there's anything that want to make you the worst, yeah. there is. Is then you just do it. I got to get a mobile office and a driver so you can sit back there and not got to worry about it, right? <laughs> that's, that's Keep nice. working. Sure. Have you seen my mobile office? No, I haven't. Oh, I got to oh, show you my I mobile have. office. I need to see it. Yeah, it is yeah. a sight. You, you'll so like. You'd like it. I love it. Yeah, it's I pretty sharp. It. Um, you know, I, 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 um. I love being in that mode of creativity. Mm-hmm. I love getting in the, I love being with those group people. I get in those think tanks and we throw things out. Exactly. And I think that in today's world that people are so worried about making sure everybody knows that what they think and feel is right, mm-hmm. that they're not being creative because they want to sit there and figure out how I can go back and tell you how you're wrong. Right, right. When the only way to be creative is the best way of sitting around and getting, you, you want, you want to be around people that are going to tell you mm-hmm. and pick apart mm-hmm. everything you throw out to where you want to look for that because that's how you really find the good stuff. Find the good stuff and also you and if you have fun with it. Yes. You go in with an open mind, yes. not not being close. Oh, here comes he's coming with these out of the box ideas. Yep. I don't know why I'm in this room with him. Yep. He, no, just just make it again. I use the word light, like we're using the word light. Make the, make it light. Then when you do that, you bring in light. Yes. When you make a situation light, you actually bring it in light. That's true. That friend, that's a friendship that was created. That was a light, yep. in a sense. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yeah. Well, and the, and, and, and th- those those type of situations that you're in, if you do that, what you're lighting the situation up, and if if it's something like you know the stuck in traffic trying to get over, if you kind of do that, that can lighten it up to where everybody will get along. Like you'll be able to get further with people by lightening situations up. Then keeping the walls up, you know, we talk about that. You talk about that in sales, and and and, and sales is universal for anything. Sales is mm-hmm. as a parent, you got to sell your kid to do the right things, to do all those things. As as anything you're trying to do, no matter what occupation you have, you're doing some sort of sales at some point. Right, right. When people talk about getting walls down, walls up is tense situations. Tense. Do something to tense. lighten it up to to draw the draw the. Uh, Wall down, you know, crack a joke or, or get something out of it. Yeah, sure. So, rent a rent a crane. Just go yeah, right over. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> rent a crane. Watch your roll down your window like yeah. you're about to do something bad and rock paper scissors. And I, yeah, I love that story so much because like yeah. you talk about bringing in light. Even mm-hmm. the cops arresting that guy were laughing. Like yes. even they were having fun with it. I mean, it's just a good time. Everybody's but, better for it. But can you imagine? I know if this was happened in Dallas with Jerry Jones. <laughs> They and the Cowboys, they would have found a way to let's, let's give this guy some tickets. Yes. Let's make him get with, you know, the rowdy with the Cowboys. Sure. Yes. Let's, let's do something let's to make draw. make this big. Make this big. You know, so I, I look at it from a marketing span, too. But that's where that, biz, that business owner is yeah. not creative enough to think, how can I exploit this versus exactly. I'm going to get my, my, I'm right. I kicked you out. You can't, you know, yeah. where that person lost because they could have just had that crane be the staple, yeah. painting it. It could be that thing that everybody comes yeah. to see. Like, they could have F- really. Fan of the week. But they uh, were so sure. worried about being right and saying, getting their point across. Exactly. They lost out. That's exactly. a great way to look at yeah. it, Patrick. So look mm. at it from that point. Just that's how we can blow this thing. Make it, you know, it's already viral in a sense, but it's, there's a negative bent about, like, you yes. know, arrested and, you know, the owner didn't want this to happen or whatever. But. I'm sure, you know, some great marketer, you know, whether it's a sports team or business yes. or whatever, finding that little one thing to how we can, you know, I say exploit it, but I'm saying it in a positive way, to to grow our brand, to grow our standing, to show that we care. This is the average fan has, yep. a, has a, a rabid, you know, feel for wanting to be a part of our game, want to watch the game. I can't turn that guy away. Exactly. You know, <laughs> hey, look, and if he was doing something bad in your stadium, he ain't going to do that anymore. He's in the crane. Let him go. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Right? Exactly. What's the worst he's going to do up there? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and I, I would I would challenge you that if the only way you're going to get the creative solutions to be there is when you're around people that can poke holes in your ideas. So you need to welcome yeah. that. You need to welcome the the people that that will 
force you to be uncomfortable with seeing things differently will be the ones that help you have creative stuff. Right. Your idea will never be great, but if you bring your idea in front of other solid people that can add a couple things, it can make something great with everybody's minds. And I think you can remember that. And lighten up and have some dead gum fun. <laughs> yeah. I, if you're stuck in traffic today, go play rock, paper, scissors with somebody, please. Okay? We'll be back in a minute with a second segment of Second Shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. You guys have been listening to Second Shot and hearing us talk about it. You need to go pick up my book, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. You can get it on Amazon in a paper book. You can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share it with your people and I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Go pick it up today. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second shot is back for another round on RNCN. No better time than talking about a little bit of spring cleaning as as, as I went kind of crazy this weekend myself. I got in one of those I mean I, I don't do you, I mean I, I on a regular basis get into those like I probably say once a month I get in that kind of like cleaning mode i, I yes. was i am one of those that all of my buddies had me we all live together in the same 18 right i've always been a clean freak yeah <laughs> so i was the, at 18 i'm sitting there like even though it's in our 500 square foot apartment there was the deal all of our stuff matched we had decorations on the wall it was never i mean it wasn't nothing expensive but i'm okay. just saying it matched right? right like it was cheap we didn't have but they matched like again okay. just because you got a crappy car don't mean it's gotta be nasty right you know right, what i mean right and our house was always spotless. I yeah. literally vacuumed probably every day, picked stuff. I'd I'd be so mad if they left a drink out on the oh, table. Wipe her down. Oh type yes, of clean abs- or, everything. Or get things organized, type of clean. Um, wiping down more so. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm, a, I'm an organized. I struggle with the wipe down. But see, I, a, I struggle with the organized. Okay. Yeah, what are you? I'm organized. You're organized. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not good at the organizing thing. Right. That. Um, I like to get everything cleaned up and put up, but yeah. I, I, I like to look at this whole big thing, organize it, not my deal. Yeah, well, I mean, grass <laughs> is greener. I think I'd rather do what you're doing. But yeah, yeah concerning our headline for the second segment, this is societal spring cleaning. Seven things we could toss and never miss. And some of these Fine. are big concepts for society. The first one is the exercise <laughs> sit-ups because this author believes we don't need them anymore. Why? Why make the difference? You know, yeah. I don't have the whole article. I wish I <laughs> yeah. did. I could tell you. Yeah. But I wanted to kind of throw this to Patrick, of okay. course, because you sent this over. Societal spring cleaning. Things that maybe we could all step back and say, maybe we're going a little far here. All right? Maybe we're a little too in the weeds. Uh, what do you think about you know, this? You know, I saw that. I saw the article and I was really thought about the seasons and spring cleaning because normally I try to get my yard lined up. Sure. Like right before Easter. Okay. And Easter came very early. Yeah. I felt <laughs> like it was yeah. fast. And then in, here in Texas also. Well, it was still winter. Yeah. So it couldn't do it. Yeah. Right. Seasonal. You know, Texas season is really, what, hot and cold? Yeah, you know, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, you get four days of fall. Exactly. Yeah. So for me personally, I I didn't have a def- like a definitive time to start doing my cleaning in the yard. Yeah. And then, so I saw this thing, it's the size of spring cleaning. Then I started thinking about people and business and society as far as like, you know, you start 
your year off with your New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Put your goals. But then a lot of times, if you don't have a definite period, those first three months of what you're saying you're going to do for New Year's and for the new year, it can just bleed right over to the second, first quarter to the second quarter and the third quarter. And you look up and it's it's, it's August. And you're like, man, I didn't even get a chance to really look yeah. at what oh, I, where I was man. at. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's yeah, what yeah. kind of triggered me thinking about the spring. We need to, you know, let's find right now. Stop what you're doing. Take inventory and start, you know, let's cleaning up. Let's start purging some things. Mm-hmm. Start adjusting some things. And Don't you always you know. feel better, too, when you get rid of some stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, every yeah. time. Definitely. Every time. Yes. Isn't always. it one of those things that, like, it, it felt so good when you do it, you forgot to do it for another year? Yeah. Yep. It's like, why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, why do we do that? And, and, and yeah. what you just said, even when you do it, it's such an appreciation. Yes. Because, like, today, if I went to your, your closet... And I see things I don't have any appreciation for or whatever. Yeah. I see, I, you say, you know, Jackson, I just need to get rid of some things. Yep. I start tossing something. You're like, wait a minute, oh, I need this, I need that. Yes. But when you do it yourself yes. and you, you know, emotionally get rid of that, you know, that's one, at one time you really cared for, you yes. appreciate yes. it. You get rid of it and you say, oh, I'm glad, you know, I really didn't need this. Yes. I didn't need this. And that's a big, what, big check. What's funny is I forever I... Um, until last year, when, when we had Brighton, did I start mowing my own yard? I hadn't mowed since forever because, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, East Texas too. Growing up, yeah, that was miserable. Cause every Saturday you couldn't do anything. We did something in the yard. Always had to mow, and we're talking about out in the woods of an acre or so. And and you got dad's got three push mowers. You know what right. I mean? I'm not yes. talking about like some of the yards yes. and stuff that mine is now. So like I oh, I like had such a resentment toward yes. general. Walk to the store, like, get the for gas. the last ten eleven years. I've always had. I've always paid people to do all my stuff. Right. Not to mention Young Heath Oaks was an entrepreneur. You were mowing other people's yards. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, absolutely. Yeah, you were mowing yards See, all the time. See, I didn't mind that, though, because I got paid. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, as a kid, I didn't think, you know, which I don't, you know, didn't sure. really, you know, I had a roof over my head and everything else, so yeah. I was actually, but it wasn't. Right. Um, but I, a year ago when we had Brighton, it was like um, I, I wanted to start mowing my own yard. Then okay. I realized I was getting old because I started enjoying it. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. the time of being out there and kind of that. And you get done and you reflect. This weekend, I went on the spring cleaning paradise, wow. cleaned out my closet. I got all these clothes and shoes and everything, donated them out, mm-hmm. and, and got my closet minimized down and cleaned up. And then I went in the backyard, got everything mowed. I trimmed the hedges, and I did. And, yeah, couldn't I afford to pay Busy. somebody to do all this stuff? Yes. But you may tell you something. That night when I put Brighton down, I sat on that back porch and I had me a little Tito's and a little crystal light yeah. and, and my dog with me and mm-hmm. a little radio going. I sat on my back porch when it looked just, you know, it looked just perfect. Right. You know, right. like what, what right. like a line of grass out of place. Right. It's like, man. On the seventh day, he rested. Yes. Mm. And it felt good. Indeed. It felt good. Right. Yeah. Just to do that. So, yeah. like, we when we clean stuff out of our lives... You know, and get stuff in line, mm-hmm. it feels good, but yet why, we don't do it enough. Exactly, exactly. I wonder why that is. You know, um, maybe something to that with the spring cleaning, that, that, that name has been, you know, ringing in our ears for a long time, yeah. spring cleaning. And you think, well, what, is it going to have a summer cleaning? or? It's, but I guess summer is time to grow. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, yeah, spring, I like that. I like that. Start and Clean it all up, get it out. Get it all out and purge yeah. it and get it clear so you can have some new growth i i try to be like a clean freak and i struggle because right. uh my, my girlfriend who i'm crazy about is not so much that way and so spring cleaning for me is like opportunity i'm like yeah. all right 
Now's the time. Yeah, spring cleaning. It's a thing. We're cleaning everything out. It's going to be fantastic. Right. Um, but man, I, I can I can so get. I used to be overboard. I was like an the o- struggle. I was an overboard. I was the most. I, I look back now and all my buddies, Mikey and Brandon and all them that mm-hmm. that we all live together and stuff. I'm and Ty and Nick. All, like I go. Right. How did y'all put up with me? I was literally OCD. Yes. Wow. If the shoes were by the, I, I sound like my mom growing yeah, up. I mean, yeah. at eighteen years old. I mean, but I will say this: the girls that came over when we when we were eighteen, nineteen. Oh yeah. They never. They were so impressed because they weren't no guys' right. place they went to that was like ours. Right. Right. right? right. That was clean. Well, that's the thing. I'm sure the guys were thankful for it. Yeah. 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 It's a hassle, right. but at the same yeah, time. Yeah, but they had to listen to me gripe well, about it all the time, yeah. and and I griped a lot about it probably. And then when my wife was married me, all of my buddy stuff was, you better watch out. Hey, leave a bowl in the sink. Let's see what he does. This will be funny. <laughs> I'm not that bad anymore. No. Okay. Having an yeah. 11-month-old oh, yeah. solves it, it, that issue. That. Yeah, it'll that. break it real exactly. fast. You, because yeah. yeah. You mentioned before in the show, you're the VP of doing the dishes. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 like, mm. I don't bother that. That stuff doesn't bother me. Like I, I, There's something about getting stuff cleaned up and mm. then looking at what you've accomplished and, right. and, and it feeling good, you know? And I think when we look at the stuff, we've got a lot of stuff you can probably purge in your life that right. you really don't need that's your distract. I mean, I'm going to tell you exactly. what I've had to do, and, and I've done it at times. Um, I've never been a big video game person. Yeah. Okay? I've, I've mm-hmm. never been massive at it. I, mm-hmm. I like, as a kid, and I got I bought myself a PlayStation, or I got one for Chris, something like that, uh, I think, one of those old ones. And, and, and I, I would play some Madden or something, sure. but I never, like... It was. What about Donkey Kong? Pack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I did all the that. Yeah, yeah. Because the, 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 the regular. Oh, excited by. Excited by. Exactly. You know, but the thing was, is I was only going to play video games if it was like late at night or something, like because it, it daybreak. I was out in the yard. I was sure. gone. Right. Yeah. So I never really was that hardcore. I was never the guy who sat all day playing video exactly. games. Right. Right. Um, and then in my adult life, I never really was either. But then I went through these like two little stages of my buddy Todd played Madden, played Call of Duty all the time. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, I started getting back. And when I started playing, I started liking it. And next thing you know, I was playing it all the time. Yeah. Right. And, 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 I, and I realized one day, man, it's 11 o'clock now. I got to go do the other stuff I got to do for work before I go to bed because <laughs> yeah. I done got caught up caught on up this, right? Game. Right. And I realized that. And what I did, I pulled the PlayStation out and I sold, I gave it away yeah, the next day. Just that quick. I had to. I had to because I realized distraction. it was such a distraction for mm-hmm. me that I, wasn't going, I was not going to be able to control myself mm-hmm. from saying no if I knew it was sitting there. Mm-hmm. So I just gave the thing yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Smart. I, I'm like that too. I can just really cut something off when I start realizing that I'm paying too much attention yes. to it. Uh, it's, getting, it's getting, you know, kind of involved into more of what, what I really wanted to be. Yes. So I cut it off. Well, don't you think, too, that's the thing is because when your emotional glands are going and mm-hmm. you're picking things up, when, whenever you're calmed down, that's when you got to make the rational decisions to remove those things mm-hmm. before because if, because I, I, I got in that habit, right, it was uh, my wife went to bed at 637, Boom, I would go in there, turn on PlayStation, and play Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, all the, because I have a lot of, you know, I own a lot of real estate and all those mm-hmm. things, and that time is when I used to use to do that, because that work's got to get done too, right? right? right on right, top of my right. real job. Sure. So, um, next thing you know, all this stuff is slipping. Right. But, right. but when that habit kicked in of her going to bed, I couldn't stop myself from breaking that habit right. at that point. So, what I did was, it was the next day, and I knew I needed to do it, so I did it the next morning when right. um, I wasn't emotional tied to it. I got rid of it. So then that night, there was no choice. That hat was gone. It was out of the house. I could, I yeah. could not go bring it out. Right. Well, you know, that's, that's the thing, too. Um, talking about cleaning is the clutter. Because yes. when, when this, like you mentioned, the closet, and I'm big on this. I have, I have a saying. I say, I want another suit, or I want some jeans, or yep. a shirt. 
but it's so crowded in my closet. I'm like, okay, now, and I always kind of put yeah. a, put a, put a bi- biblical spin on it. That's okay. How can God bless you? You already you're hoarding so much stuff. Yes. Let's, let's remove this. Let's clean it out, and then you you can eventually have room to receive yes. other stuff too. Yes. And I always so. liked it because uh, it's cleaning anyway, getting rid of old stuff, putting bags and. Getting rid of clothes, whatever. To me, it's 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 immediate results. Yeah, I, yeah. In, yeah, in yeah a world true. where yeah, nothing. You, there's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. Yeah, you can't take a pill and lose all the weight you want exactly. and look great. In a world where we can't people go try to make you think you are. Oh well, sure. Yeah. But in a world where we can't get everything always, like man, clean out your closet takes an hour. And yeah. It's like it's done, yeah. and you can look at it, and it feels great, and it's a weight off yeah. your shoulders. And that's what you, that's what I want to challenge you all with is mm-hmm. is kind of taking that inventory. Yeah. And before mm-hmm. those habit circles kick in where you can't stop yourself, you know mm-hmm. that time get make those changes when you're not in that loop to just yeah. getting it away to where it can't be a distraction you know cleaning up the art and, and you know it's kind of like I've always believed that what comes in your ears comes out your mouth right? right if you're constantly listening to positivity to motivational you're going to yeah. end up being better and happier for that if you constantly feed yourself with negative lyrics or negative anything right. like that you're right. going to feel that way right it's coming out I believe that way when we talked about like last episode when we talked about um, the dressing and how you feel mm-hmm. like no matter if your car's crappy you can still clean it up and keep it in order no matter if you don't have a lot of clothes keep it in order because mm-hmm. i believe that how you're you know like the, every Rain morning stinks. i wake up the first thing i do is make the bed okay my bed is i make the bed every day yeah i, I accomplish something, something every day right and it and it is in line it looks good you know it's and now i'm not like meticulous like making sure it's all tight i just make it okay <laughs> yeah. and gotcha. and but i believe that that all reflects your life i think if you start with straightening your 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 drawers and mm-hmm. everything when everything is comes um more in organized order. in your in life it, it that affects everything yeah get sure. things in order yes yeah that's, that's great so i want you to go purging that this weekend maybe right. do some spring clean when you listen to this thing where can i clean out some of my life right. stuff that straighten up and organize to where maybe i will start handling myself in a different way i promise right. you the aura you put off will change in a big mm-hmm. way so we got some emails and we got some pretty funny stuff coming up on this third segment oh don't Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. Hear ye, hear ye. Great news for all of you guys. Colonial Life is hiring some salespeople from all over the country. No matter where you are in the United States of America, if you're looking for a sales career, if you want to just learn more about what Colonial Life does, send an email to mbeltran at coloniallife.com. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at coloniallife.com. We'll get you set up with the right people you need to talk to and see if maybe if you're going to win that job. If you're in the Metroplex area, great. If you're in St. Louis, great. We're going to have office there for you. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at ColonialLife.com and change your career today. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. I, uh, I'm, 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 I can't wait to... Um, Jeff here, Jeff Rolla, who, who who sent us an email here. I, I don't know what made him figure this out, but it is absolutely hilarious to me. So for everybody that knows on the third segment of Second Shot, what we like to do is go through email uh, reviews, ratings, or emails, secondshotcast at gmail.com. Um, and guys, we're on YouTube as well, so you can go on YouTube. You can share the YouTube video on your page um, if you'd like, as well as the episode. Also, a hundred times as I've asked you all, um, <laughs> leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Yeah, please do. Till I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like fast until everybody starts actually doing because the oh. amount of people we have listening versus the ones actually just going to leave a review, yeah, is amazingly not sure. on not scale, happening. right? Okay. So, come on, guys, I'm begging you here. You can do it. Yeah, we believe in you. 
So Jeff sent us an email, um, and, 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 and about died. I thought this was absolutely hilarious. Uh, but he said, Zach and team, I listened to the podcast on my iPhone, and I recently, by accident, oh, he, he did it on accident. That's how he did it. Ah. Uh, discovered that I can listen to any podcast at one and a half times the speed or two times or half the speed. So it just takes our stuff and speeds it up. So okay. if it's a 30-minute podcast, you got 15 minutes. Uh, you can do two times the speed, and you we'll talk it. faster. you got to listen a little faster. That's right. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, he said, if you're looking for a couple minutes of mindless entertainment, take a listen to the Fajita update in episode 63 at half speed. It is hilarious. Keep up the great work. Jeff, so we are going to play a little bit of this because when he did, I, I'm not going to lie, this was this was good. And Jeff, you, you're a genius, buddy. So, so please play them this. Sure. Jeff. So this is from Jody Hansen. Send us a follow-up on the stolen fajitas. <laughs> if that doesn't... If, if, if we weren't in this studio where there was cameras proving me talking there, yeah. you would think that I was out back um, doing using some substances to yeah, make that. I was just about Papa. to say the studio has just legalized marijuana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was fajita. Fajita puffing on a left-handed cigarette. Stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Stone. that was that's mm. that is truly hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. That was um, fa. But you yeah. know what? That's really two weeks in East Texas. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. I love yeah. it. There's more to it. That whole clip's about two and a half minutes once you extend it out. It's in segment three, episode 63. Go back and check it out. It's it totally half, worth it the played on half speed. Sure. Yep. And Jenny was on that show, too. Yeah, yeah. So you got a little bit of half speed of her. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious, I yeah. must say. Um, next up, we got an email from our friend Jody Hansen. She replied back. She asked a question about faith a couple weeks back. Okay. Um, they answered, and I'm, I'm not going to read all of her email, but okay. I want to tell you, Jody, that I appreciate your email and, and um, your thoughts as well. And I said, thank you for reading my email and your thoughtful response. And she said that she thought that my um, my um, comparison as God as a parent figure was really helpful for her to gain some response and yeah. that um, she identified with some of Jenny's words um, as well. And she kind of talked about that the background of her question was that her husband and, and her, they had a plan for their lives, or so they thought. Okay. But it wasn't working the way that they thought it would. How many people can relate to that? Say amen. 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 You know amen. what I mean? That That's one of those that's, that's a lot of people I think can, right. can relate with that. And um, she said it just felt like we were swimming upstream. Okay. And once they finally stopped trying to force what they wanted in their life and stuff, that a phenomenal career opportunity came um, open for her and her family and that, um, you know, they're uprooting and, and drastic changes of moving and they just feel so blessed and, um, but that how in times in life, whenever it's like those unanswered prayers that mm-hmm. proved to be a big, but that they never could have saw this, they, they never could have seen this coming. Um, and then how awesome that was. And so, right. and then she said, I don't want to end with another deep question. Okay. So this is an important one, Patrick. Okay. You got to pay attention here. She's deep. She's deep. Okay. Which is better? Crunchy peanut butter or smooth? Peanut butter. I'm looking forward to <laughs> devoting the rest of this segment to answering. Oh, yeah. So what? Is, what Matt, 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 crunchy yeah. or smooth? Uh, smooth, all the way. Smooth. I agree. Smooth. I go crunchy. Oh boy, somebody's gotta. You know what I am? Mm. I just love peanut butter. Give me crunchy. Give me smooth. I don't give a <laughs> I feel you on that, but I, 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 I 100. 
if you put out a jar of crunchy and smooth, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to slap a little both on a little there. both. Oh. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, kind of to to stay in line with her email and what she was saying, and on the deeper side, and and adding the peanut butter to it. <laughs> I started off. How are you going to? I'm, I'm no, curious to how I this is going uh, to yeah, go to where to you're going to take the deep this. and add yeah, peanut yeah. butter to it. Okay, here butter. it comes. I started off, you know, my parents feeding me, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Sure. Yep. And then I, you know, loved it. And then I fell off the track and I peanut butter sandwich, but my sandwich with the peanut butter side fell on the floor. But being from East Texas, we have the five second rule. Where you yeah, can pick no. it back up, count to five seconds, kiss it up, yep. and boom. So. And I was as I was eating the sandwich, you know, something was, I guess, from the floor made it crunchy, uh-huh. and I didn't like it. So I went back something to else the besides what's something, in the real crunchy. Exactly. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm gonna make it in, to stay in line with her. It took me from going from smooth to that semi-crunchy type of peanut butter sure. sandwich. Didn't like it. Now I get back on the track and started going back to smooth peanut butter. Oh. I, I, I'm, I like I like both. I'm literally <laughs> no, no I, but I can tell you what. If I dropped mine on the floor and had some real uh, different kind of crunchy stuff coming to it, sure. I get how that would probably be a problem. Yeah, I think I think we need to have some kind of middle ground here because we don't. And I think the best example to draw on here is grocery store orange juice. You got no pulp, you got all pulp, and then you got medium right in the middle. Wow, that's what we need for peanut butter. You know a little, I, how I, do you make a medium I, crunchy no, no. peanut butter? Less I don't peanut. Know how you, hey, you, how. Do you know what I am on orange juice? What's that? You know what I became? My oh. wife makes fun of me about this because hey. I'm really really one of those that I can I mean I'm not really there's a couple things I'm OCD and picky about traveling in comfort I'm very picky about like yeah. I pay the money yeah. for the first class seats and stuff you I hate going through you know, yeah. like I, that's that's a thing for me now there's a lot of stuff that I literally could care less about right, right. That, that blows my wife's mind money for yeah. that you, yeah, yeah. I love just true legit fresh squeeze orange juice i'm not the minute made none of that crap i'm talking about you go to the whole foods or you go to the kroger and you get the stuff in the jug yes. the jug they had that they yes. literally took oranges put it on there yes. and squeezed it right down i cannot even drink regular orange juice anymore because i will go to whole foods and spend 30 dollars on orange juice <laughs> yeah you will because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will, absolutely yeah, you'll I will. spend a lot of money on and that i will orange continue juice. to do so because there's nothing better than that uh, orange uh, juice. Uh, uh, you know original house of pancakes yeah had the same orange juice too yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, the fresh squeeze fresh stuff. Squeeze. What's funny is on orange juice, I'm the same way. I can do pulp or no pulp. I could care less. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, gotta, I, I think I'm in the same boat. I like crunchy because my dad liked crunchy and his dad liked crunchy, and it's a kind of a family thing. But honestly, crunchy peanut butter is kind of. Is, that, is, that, is that the legacy your family, family passes down? Best I know, crunchy right? peanut Listen, butter. This is as far as we've come. The yeah. Lewis clan, here we are. Uh, second shot, episode 66. But uh, I smooth is undoubtedly the winner. Smooth yeah. is more popular. They have yeah. more smooth at the store. Like, yeah. smooth is, I mean, that's that's the way it is. And that's okay. Smooth's pretty great. So, Jody, thank you for your email. That, yes. was, that was pretty. That that was awesome. That but that smooth. was a good one to think about. Smooth. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, you know, a little crunchy. Throw a little spice into it. You know what I mean? Sure. Maybe a little bit of both. Change I, it up. Look, nothing wrong with that. I'm diverse. I can go with anything. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm gonna try crunchy next time. All right. There you go. That's the, good. The real crunchy. The real. Yeah. Not the dirt <laughs> crunchy. <laughs> Super crunchy. So Zach, you also, uh, you said you had a question. Yeah, I did. I, I was at a, uh, I was at a Chinese restaurant. The other I day. love some Chinese so, food. Oh, you like Chinese food? I, Patrick? I uh, love it. Love it. I, I absolutely. I could tear. I can tear a Chinese egg buffet up. Oh yeah, good. Oh, with some sweet and sour sauce. I make that my mm. man. I've been I've been rocking this diet since July, and a couple weeks ago, I finally decided. You know what? I think I'm in a good place. I'm gonna take a break for a while and kind of get back on whole food. First place I hit was Chinese food. (laughs) Man, I'll tear that up. Man. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I get to the end of my meal. I've got I've got a. 
I got a fortune cookie. I crap, crack this thing open. And the first thing I think uh, after I read it is, what would Heath Oaks think about this? And I almost thought about taking a picture and texting it to you. I should have saved. I should have. Oh, I should have saved the fortune cookie slip. But I thought, well, I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now. I won't remember this later. And every day since, I'm like, I got to know what Heath thinks about this. So what I got on this fortune cookie is, is very simple. It was a slip of paper that said, your best is enough. And I thought to myself, wait, 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 wait. The, the one person I feel like who would disagree with this is Heath Oaks because he 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 says it's what never, did you think what would you think I would say I I your best I guess what, what did I, you honestly think I would say honestly I thought you'd redefine what best is I thought you'd say because you can always do better than your best yeah a hundred and ten percent right a hundred percent is yeah. never enough you can always go further there's yeah. always another mountain yeah and I'm curious what you think I, I I don't you know. <laughs> See that that's that stuff that people can take out of context because what is what is the best is the best you. It's the best. I, I do believe I believe that I, I agree with that statement 100. You do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not. Um, you you thought I was going to go down. You know, like oh no, you got to do more. Yeah. But the problem is the majority. 99.9% of people aren't living their best selves. Right. That's mm-hmm. the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. Is that's what people and, and I'm not either. Mm-hmm. I'm not I, you know, right. do I think there are hours, half a days or maybe a day or a week that I'm living the best me? Yes. I do. I feel like I get there at times. Majority of the time I'm not. Yeah. But I keep striving for it even though I'm not getting it. I keep pushing and I know that the times that I'm not, and I stop myself and go, Heath, slap yourself, get out of your, get you gotta stop, mm-hmm. right? Start being a little better, you. Yeah. Right. And so I, I don't, I, I believe that you know that's why I've always said that I don't. My definition of success is you being fulfilled and happy with what you are and what you do, whether that is right. a janitor for every day and you love it, you are prideful in it because mm-hmm. when you get done, you're going to race your um, bicycle and that's what you love sure. right? I don't care but if right. you're fulfilled and happy that's mm-hmm. what success right. is right. it's not monetary it's not money it's not in that it's success is fulfilling the best you in my opinion you know it also makes me think about my parents it makes me think about people that is constantly owned constantly working yeah think about single moms yes or just moms period I, having a child I, I have i cannot imagine being a single right. parent right they have more i have more respect for them than anything and doing the multitasking doing all of these things and when i heard when you heard you mention it the best is your best is enough your best is enough yeah that made me think of it's a current statement like it's an encouragement encouraging yeah. word to someone to say i've been watching you yes i've been watching how That's you're true. working and struggling or seem like you're just giving us all that you can while you can, and I'm here to encourage you and say your best is enough. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of that's kind of talking about with Jody's email when she said they were trying to force things, right. and when they laid back and just said, you know, we're going to be us, and then things came to them. That yeah. is, that's being right. the best you. Right. And you read it in a fortune cookie, but if someone came to you, your your, your boss or your wife or something, and just walked up to you and said, you know what, Zach, your best is enough. Patrick, your best is enough. How that's, fulfilling can that, that be? That, oh my goodness, that would be incredible. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I think that I, be, but, but don't, what I would say is don't kid yourself if you're not being the best you and trying to act like, make yourself believe you are. Right. right. And that's what, right. that was me. That was the context I took yeah. this at. I looked at that and was like, what's that supposed to mean? Yeah. yeah. Like what? I should just stop here because clearly I've made it. Like, right. no, that's yeah. not what no. that is. Right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you need to strive. You always, always. You, you need to strive for the best always. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and whatever that may be. And there's all, you, you, you can always be helping and becoming better with you, but, but right. you just don't lie to yourself and act like, 
you, you are, but you're not, yeah. you know? So, right. Yeah, uh, and it's just come back around, too. Just look at look at that statement a year from now. Yeah. And you realize that. As you grow. As you grow. Yeah. You realize that statement a year ago, if you know, if you're doing your best, giving it what you, all you have, it fit that time. Mm-hmm. And then now, a year later, am I, you can even ask the question, am I giving my best? Yeah. And if you're sold, that, that statement still fits. It's kind of like what John Parsons said on a couple episodes back when he looked in the mirror and he said, if I was writing my paycheck to myself, I'd fire me. Yeah. Right. And he made a change. Right. You know, is right. the best you with it, right? Right. Uh, Patrick, appreciate you having on again, man. Yes. We're, we're going to have you on in the future, too. I'm going I'm to... I'm going to sell you on coming back on a regular basis because yeah, I, lo- I love yeah, yeah. I love having you on in Dubai. Mm. Yeah. So wh- where can everybody find you? At? You can find me at um, uh, the Action Online on any social media platform: Facebook, Twitter. It's at the Action Online. T H E Action Online. Or you can find me on my blog at IamActionJackson.com. Zach, you can find me at Apple Zackintosh on Twitter. That's me, Heath. At Ignorance on Fire at Heath Oaks, send us an email, secondshotcast at gmail.com. And you know what? Remember that fortune that the your best version of you is enough, and just keep striving for that. We love you, and I'll see you next time on Second Shot. Destination for premium talk radio.